0: on the corner of 184th Street and Stony Plain Road. Hurry in for GMC's Join of the Ride event. No payments for 90 days on every new in-stock 2023 GMC and Buick. Ask for information at Wolf GMC Buick. I'm excited. It's Friday. Lansky will be here. Your M check will be here. Declinations will be here. And with that, we say hello to the star of declinations. And really, let's be honest, the show. Declan Kruger, everybody.
1: Hey, round of applause for Declan. Not a big deal. No, oh, you know, I wouldn't call myself the star of the show. I'm not going to go yet. that far. Not ah, yet. I can't Only give myself that credit. But
0: I talk more. But other than that, you're like, uh, um, I'm like, um, Pete Best. Okay. And you're like Ringo. And you're, okay, yeah, yeah. You're like- gonna be there. It's a matter. You know, people will forget all about me. Man, I can be a Ringo.
1: Was Pete Best the one who
0: married the photographer? Uh no, Paul McCartney married Linda McCartney.
1: Yes, but yeah. wh- who was the original member who married the photographer who left the band?
0: Well, Pete Best didn't really leave the band. Okay. Pete Best was he
1: died right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah,
0: but but Pete Best was was um no longer a member of the band at one day. Yeah. The 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 way the rock and rollers do is they just they pull up with a really crappy old van. Yep. They put everything but your equipment in and then they drive off without you and that's how you know you left the band.
1: Why couldn't we just be John and Paul? I feel like that's pretty apt. Wow. <sighs> you're obviously John.
0: I don't know, am I the edgy guy? Am I the guy who you're, leaves you're the, his wife and, you <laughs> know, the, doesn't no. say hello to Julian ever?
1: Well, you don't say hi to me very much, and you never say goodbye, but I'd still say you're the
0: front man. You're the leading guy. (laughs) You know, increasingly, I think we're a couple. (laughs) I think this is like Bless This House or one of those British comedies. Anyway, um, uh, what's your weekend look like? I just got terrible news. I'm crushed. You know, this is why I'm such a nerd, and I always will be. I had plans this weekend, and I was really looking forward to them, and I'm embarrassed to tell you what they are, but I'm going to. I was going to watch online the Bakersfield Condors. They have two games this weekend. Because of water main break in San Diego, both games are canceled. And now I have, like, I literally, I will have to take the bottles and cans back. I'll have to vacuum. I'll have to do all the stuff I do not want to do. And that's going to be my weekend because my, what I wanted to do is gone. And it's a nerdy thing. Why can't I be an adult?
1: There's nothing nerdy about that. There's nothing oh nerdy about God. doing what you like and doing what you love. Mm. There's nothing nerdy about sitting down, having a good time, and watching Maybe the Maybe I can field watch, outdoors. I
0: can play Yahtzee by myself or something. I've
1: been playing a lot of Yahtzee on my phone lately, okay. actually. Why
0: don't we open it up? 1 833 401 1440. What should low tide do tonight? And let's make it clean. Like, don't know. Of course. You know. You were over me talking about Yahtzee pretty quick, hey. You said we got to
1: get to these techs asap, or else this kid's just going to ramble about. Well, board I games worry for a because while. there's
0: probably some term in Yahtzee, like a term in cribbage that I used once that's wrong now, and mm. I can't use. It's
1: true. Yeah, the hardcore Yahtzee players will get on us for well, that. Well, I mean, and if they're I, out there.
0: If I say, "Did you get your top?" it probably means something else. <laughs> yeah, you got to avoid that one. Yeah, you gotta I, be very careful. It's very, very dangerous in the world that I live in. Connor McDavid is an all-star. That is the least. Uh, Impressive headline in the history of life. Yeah. Like, was this a question? Did we have to wait on the news? Um, I don't know what... I don't care what the All-Star format is. I know people are all up in arms. Why can't Glee on in time? It'll come. Don't worry. But I want to remind you that if you're my age, this All-Star game is not about you. Here's what the All-Star game is about. It's about sponsors partying and doing stuff that stays in whatever town they're in. Where are they playing this year? I don't even know. It doesn't matter. It's probably Vegas. It should be Vegas. So that's for the sponsors. Then it's for the kids. The last time I cared about an all-star game, Greg Polis was winning his second car as MVP. And that had to be early 70s. I was like 10 or 11. That's what the all-star games, party till you drop and the kids. See, it really does bring bring together you know, family. So that's what the All-Star game is about. So Conor McDavid's there. Leon will join him. And I hope Zach Hyman's there. I think Evan Bouchard should be there too, in all honesty. But Glenn Sather isn't choosing the All-Star team. Do you remember the year he chose like both goalies? I think five skaters, maybe six. And they were all on They were all really good. That must have been the eighty. 84, 86. 86.
1: I, th- I think Connor Halley tweeted that picture out last night. Oh, he? he said, all-star games used to look like this, and now we have Boone Jenner and Tom Wilson instead. So huh. times have definitely changed, maybe not for the better. Well, how the, could you
0: leave Yari Curry and Glenn Anderson home? No, that's you what I'm saying. You right? can't. The
1: all-star team has to be the best players. It yeah, has
0: to be. Exactly. Uh, I wrote about goaltender options for the orders at The Athletic today, and it's like, you know how sometimes you go to the grocery store and – it's been picked over. Maybe the produce doesn't come in until overnight and you're there at 5 o'clock on a Monday and Tuesday's the day they bring in the new stuff. And you're like, hmm, it says it's an apple and it looks like a lime. And you're like, I don't know. That's sort of the way the goaltenders look right now for the Edmonton Oilers, by trade. The good news is the guys they have playing now, Skinner and Pickard are playing well. Rodriguez doing well in the minors. I think we might see a minor tweak. And by minor, I mean minor tweak to what's going on with the Edmonton Oilers in goal. I mean, I do like some of the players that are out there, but the cost is going to be prohibitive. Prohibitive. If you could get uh, the Vizmilka, is that his name, out of Arizona and run him with Skinner and then send Pickard down, have him clear and play him with Rodrigue, that's not bad. That's probably ideal. I don't think it'll happen because I think Vishmelko will head to Toronto for a load of hay, but the Oilers don't have a load of hay. They got a half a load of hay. They've traded a lot of their prospects and picks, and they're not going to trade a first-rounder for a goaltender who isn't substantial. I think that first-round pick is, it might end up being for a center or maybe a number two right-handed defenseman. I don't know who that defenseman would be unless they can get Tanef. Wouldn't it be great if they could get Markstrom and Tanev? They would have to trade Campbell, the ghost of James Neal's contract, um, Ontario's debt, and something else to get that done. But And a load of first-round picks. One thing I was looking at, at Cap Friendly last night, and we haven't talked about yet, so I'd like to talk about it today. Text us at one 401 1440 Vincent DeHarnay is a unrestricted free agent. And there has been interest. We know Toronto was interested in him. There's been interest that he's a big guy. He's got a tremendous wingspan. And you can say, well, he's going to be loyal to the Oilers. Sure. Sure, sure. I, I, I think Vincent Desharnay may cost more than you think. And there is a possibility that if he shops himself, somebody's going to pay a lot of money. General managers like guys like Vincent Desharnay. He's, he's a condor. And he's he's all of his players will be saying, "Get Herne, I don't want to face him anymore." He's a mean, brutish guy, and I mean that in the nicest possible way. Often, those guys off the ice are gentle giants like George Larock, but on the ice, he's a lot. He's a load, as the kids say. What do they call? What What do you say when he's he's a train? He's something. There's Wreck? A, no, no. There's a there's a he's a something. It means you're. It's a lot
1: handful i don't know no, maybe no. i'm too much of an old soul for this segment yeah, right? i don't
0: know there's a word people <laughs> the kids today with their new words that are old words i'm
1: in a weird space where i'm not quite an old enough soul to get all the old references but i'm too much of an old soul to get most of the young references and i'm just in a weird middle ground where i can't contribute at all they say when somebody's anyway. doing
0: really well they say he's a uh, something wagon that's it. Okay. Thank there we you. Go. Not a oh big my deal. God, I'm so relieved. I can go home now. I thought of the word Declan. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. That's my life right there. NFL weekend. I don't want to talk about the Eagles. Do not talk to me about the Eagles. We can talk about the Buffalo Bills. How I, I know uh, Travis Josh is making uh, taking shots at Canada not playing at the World Juniors, so he's so worried he's making uh, taking shots at Canada the World Juniors. How worried are you about the Buffalo Bills? They have to win, right?
1: I am not worried at all. Oh, my God. And I'll tell you why.
0: False confidence. No, no let me tell why you why. Why don't you tell the truth to the people?
1: They mollywopped. The Miami Dolphins. Here we go with
0: your words again. What does that mean?
1: Earlier in the season. They ran them over. It was 48-20. It wasn't close. Josh Allen had a field day. did whatever he wants. Miami has one win against a team over five hundred this year. Now, the one thing benefiting Miami is they don't have to go up to Buffalo and play in that cold weather. The game is going to be played in Miami. But Miami, like they're going to be a playoff team regardless. Right now, they're obviously playing for the two-seed home field advantage. I'm not saying that's nothing to play for. But when you know a team as well as Buffalo knows Miami, you've beaten them before, you have the game plan to beat them, you have the skill set to beat them, and you're playing for your playoff life for all intents and purposes. I know there's some scenarios where they could still get in, but when you're playing for that against a team you've already beaten in division, I think it's the Bills to lose. I like, the, I like them to win. I like them to win by more than a touchdown.
0: Yeah, I know you like them to win. Are you worried?
1: I'm not worried because I think they're going to go Wait, in there. Why I think are they're going to go into worried? Miami How on could Sunday you not night. be worried? Because I think they are playing their best football at the best time, and I think what this we is saw what happens
0: when you don't like cheese. How? What, what's the correlation? Because when you don't like cheese, nothing builds up in your body, and you can't have anxiety. You don't have anxiety. I want you I to have be a nervous.
1: I have a lot of anxiety about a lot of things. But okay, listen, what are you anxious about in this four? Okay let me tell you this in this in this four game win streak now I'll actually take it back to the fifth game against the Eagles where they lost 37 34 when Jake had hit that miracle field goal miracle they should have won, won that game it was well within the realm of makeability Yeah, it, you know they could have won that game so they beat the Chiefs they beat the Cowboys turn back the Chargers turn back the Patriots those are world beaters but everything is clicking right now for them they're going into Miami with a lot to play for they know what they have to do they've done it before we saw it earlier in the season we saw the game film I like Buffalo to win this one big
0: Pete Best is still alive from Jam. How much do how how many things do we get wrong where we say a guy's dead and he isn't, and then I, we had the guy from who was it the other day? I said he was dead. You said he wasn't, but he had in fact died.
1: That was um, uh,
0: lead lead singer of the, Shane McGowan. Right, and that's who it was. Right. We need to get we're media. We need yeah. to get these right. Yeah, we're kind of opinionists. Play Crokinole and crib with me. Low tide from Playbook Vic. I love both, except my my. My fingernail gets really hurt in Crokinole. Have you ever played Crokinole? I haven't. I think we've had
1: this discussion before. I haven't played that one. But you know from how sad? you described
0: it, yeah. seems like I'd like it. You know what's sad is you and I worked together for, what, six months? Four months? Now? Yes. Yeah, about four, I think. And we already have talked about Crokinole <laughs> more <laughs> than once. Yeah. That might be. we probably going to get called to it in an office. I and, was uh, going to
1: say. They're going to nix that
0: one pretty quickly and be like, guys, come on. Man. Man. Get it together. Okay, catch up on Murder in the Building from. J- I don't think there's any been been any new ones since I lo- watched the last one. Is the new season out?
1: I don't know. I don't watch the show. Are you all caught up though?
0: Have no, I, you- I, I? I love that show. Yeah. You know the star of the show, Selena Gomez. It isn't isn't the guys? You got to watch it to find out who the star is, but you'll be surprised. Scour Amazon for anti cranky pills from Scott. People have been on me being, for being cranky. I think I'm just me. I don't think that's changed. They might have turducken, Lee, and red deer. Well, you could watch NBA games. I love NBA games. Rap should be good.
1: Fourteen games on the slate tonight, including the 76ers on national TV hosting the New York Knicks. If you want to watch oh, that one at five thirty, that be would fun. be good.
0: I like it. Uh, I haven't watched. I really haven't watched the Knicks since seventy three, so that should be interesting.
1: You could watch OG Ananobi. Just got there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check that out.
0: Happy Friday, LT. I'm wondering if you've read Travis Yost's article yesterday regarding the Oilers' struggles versus elite teams. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'm not sure I agree with this arg- argument, and I think the orders are lagging because of the early season struggles. Uh, I-, I would say that the orders often play down to the weaker teams, and they are extremely um, vulnerable to goaltenders they'd never seen before who have never actually played goal on planet Earth. I've always felt the orders would lose every game if the opposition just brought arvid down from the 11th row and put him in net for some reason if there's a new goalie you know i'm gonna get on a tangent now but do you remember when Bressois went down in the vegas series and then uh, uh, aiden hill came in the owners didn't test him for like two periods they didn't get a, a shot on goal on and then hill got what did he get he got comfortable i don't know what the hell it is about the orders and goaltenders when when there's a a script to be written that, that will end with the Oilers losing an important game or any game to a guy who that morning discovered that hockey existed and didn't know the rules. It's the Edmonton Oilers. And I'm st- I'd am i forgotten about that damn game where they didn't test Aiden Hill at all after Brassois, and now I'm upset about it. So I guess I'm going to be stewing over this tonight instead of watching the Condors game, but I'm right and I know it. Oh, by the way, I saw the Iron Claw on the weekend very good movie very good movie I had popcorn oh my god I would go watch you if they gave me popcorn like that Mm. have you seen the iron claw yet
1: I haven't I think it might be a weekend activity for me. Uh, my girlfriend very much wants to see it. My sister saw it and really enjoyed it, so I think I might make uh, well, like it Well, if your sister
0: saw it and enjoyed that's more of a recommendation than me telling you it's good. Yeah, because so you, you know, then
1: you know it takes a real intellect. Well, because she's feel. intelligent,
0: and right. I'm just a, you know, what does Gregor call them? Sim- jag, jag, which happens to be his initial, but I think it means just a guy. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Could you come fix my radio? I can't hear Declan's typing anymore. I'm missing out on an important part of the show i I wasn't going to say this, but I have uh I have uh, notified Cesis because I think Declan is pounding out some kind of unusual message with his I think that if you if you listen back to it, it's like like the backmasking on the Beatles records if you, no. if you
1: guys listen really closely, you'll be able to see well here you'll be able to hear that I'm actually typing in Morse code. And I'm trying to send a, an SOS signal out so someone can save me from low tide.
0: I thought it was like a telegraph.
1: No, it's Morse code. Do you
0: know Morse code? No, That's but why I, I do you know it. what I knew? His sister. Very nice girl. <laughs> Good. <laughs> your, your K was so dismissive. <laughs> if you don't like the old jokes, why are you hanging with me? Honestly. I mean, I've only got like 12 of them. Oh, Stu Scott Sutcliffe. Trent just said Stu Sutcliffe. That's the guy you were thinking of. Yes,
1: Beerman texted in right yeah, off the hop yeah, as well yeah, and let yeah. us know. So,
0: thank you to Beerman. Thank you to Trent. He See, you know, your Beatles history, and and I I knew that, but I had forgotten it. Okay, this is the lineup today. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna call out all of our guests and Declan right now. Why can't these two bagloolies show up in a different hour? I got I got uh, Lansky at one and Uremchuk at one twenty. So this hour, it's NHL rumors with me next, and then declinations. Shouldn't we have one of the outside phone guests, just in case the phones go down at 1 o'clock? What's going on there?
1: Well, I've thought about that, but as we know, Tyler Uremchuk, very busy guy. He's doing Oilers Nation every day. What about uh, Lansky sitting 1.
0: in his easy chair, waiting for his wife to say, "I need a quarter cup."
1: You listen. You want me to start moving Lansky around? He seems to be like a creature of routine. I don't know if I want to do that to him, but we can try and get him on here at twelve twenty if you'd All like.
0: All he's doing right now is watching a movie from nineteen seventy six, trying to spot when the mic <laughs> boom is visible on the screen. <laughs> There's a mic boom, honey.
1: Well, that doesn't sound very important. I'm sure we can uh, we can we can change him up next week.
0: You think I'm joking? This is the lowdown with low. T- Tied on Sports 1440. It's the Lowdown on Sports 1440, brought to you by Wolf GMC Buick. Back in the olden days, when we would go on road trips, I was driving, my wife in the other seat, kids in the back, we would make up lyrics to that song. And when they were little, when the kids were little, they were always really cute and sweet. But as they got older, they were more and more unacceptable. And we had to finally stop because people were getting, so, not me, people were getting so outrageous that it was, it was was, uh, it was um, it, it became distracting to the driver.
1: Unacceptable, like they were crude, or unacceptable, like they were starting to learn the horrors of the world, and you wanted to
0: no crude would okay. be the the way they okay. because what happens is uh, children have more time to think and they have more time to be to use the things they learned at school, and so uh, we were we became horrified by our own children is what happened, Declan, and uh, so we had to stop. But it's a great song to do that with you know if you ever are are bored when you're driving and I know that you're not okay so here we go with the uh, rumors segment right this season it's hockey but as we get closer to the jays doing are we worried at all about the jays because the jays the jays you know what the jays are like the jays are like my dad when we used to go shopping in Lloyd Minster when i lived in Maidstone we'd we'd fill up the GMC, the three-quarter ton, and we'd be going to Lloyd Minster to shop for groceries, and it would be for the month. And in my mind, we were going to get good stuff, like really good food, you know, like maybe like some roast beef and and steaks and stuff. And, and you know, I was looking forward to desserts and, and maybe buying an album or two that my dad would buy me. And then we would come home and it would be wagon wheels. That's it. Wagon wheels and... um He liked maple walnut ice cream. He liked the weirdest stuff that they only made to be cruel to children. He'd buy it all. And so that's kind of like the Jays. Every fan goes, okay, it's going to be Soto. It's going to be Otani. And what's the biggest name they've gotten so far in Toronto this year? What's the biggest name they've acquired in the last, say, well, postseason from October until January when they were thinking Otani, they were thinking Soto, they were thinking just miracle solutions for the Toronto Blue Jays. Otto Velez, right? Like that's the biggest name they got in the offseason so far.
1: Yeah, I mean, if that's a question, I would say that was pro- that'd probably be the biggest one. Well, far, Otto Velez, cry,
0: far cry from from Shohei Otani. They haven't done anything. Now that's not my that's not I, I am I a little ranty today. No, I don't think so. I okay. think you're about as ranty as usual, <laughs> maybe a touch more preachy, but that's okay. About it. Well, you know what? It is almost Sunday. Can you imagine me as a preacher? I think you'd be a great preacher. Really? Yeah,
1: um, you'd have to be in like an like an evangelist church. I here's think. the problem, if, though. I
0: don't know if you could cut it with Catholicism. This is this is the thing about preachers. They got to remember what they said last week, and and I wouldn't do that. And somebody would call me. You said last week we were supposed to be faithful. <laughs> I would just make it up as I went along. I, I I would sort of, I'd read the crowd, and then I would pander to them. Probably not a good preacher. Uh, William Nylander and the Toronto Maple Leafs are getting close to a deal. I love this. This is what happened. This is why I love sports. The Toronto Maple Leafs were like, well, you know, we got all these. We already signed Tavares. We got Matthews. We got Marner. Got to get those sides signed. What we'll do is we'll slow play the Nylander thing. And then we'll make him sign for, you know, a low amount. And there's no way he'll bet on himself while well, he bet on himself. And now it's going to be over 11 mil. And they're like, oh, yes, of course, we'd love to pay that. Yes, 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 yes. And it, I understand. The the owners had the same problem. And you can say, well, walk Nylander. But can you? Did you? Because you're trying to win the Stanley Cup. And Nylander is... I don't know if you've noticed or not, he's a wildly successful hockey player. So if you don't sign him and you let him walk, then you're basically saying, we're not in it. We don't want to win. We say we do. We spend a lot of money, but really, we just want your money. You've got to sign Nylander. And from a cap point of view, this Tavares contract is like, it's just eating away at them and there's nothing they can do. It's like everybody on the ship is working hard and Tavares is too but his piece of the cake is it's like what Declan makes. Every week Declan takes more money out of this company than you could believe. And everybody has to work double t- double shifts because of it. That's the way it works. Declan comes in, he how do you work one hour and a half? Maybe hour 45 yeah. max. You're pulling down major torque, major coin and we're all like, "Oh, well, you know, I always say when I get here, the first 3 hours are for Declan. Then I can work for myself." That's sort of what is going to happen. That's what Tara is, and now they got they're too top heavy. They're sort of like the Oilers, only I think a little worse. Um, Andres Palat will likely miss a few games for the New Jersey Devils. Miro Heiskanen, there, there, n- there's no surgery apparently. There's optimism that it's not going to be long term, but it's not day to day. You know, I'm sick of the NHL reporting on injuries. Why can't you say it's a torn Johnson rod? And he's going to be out for two weeks. Just tell us. Now it's like, well, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. It looked real red. There's nothing really to go on. And you just have to wait. Washington Capitals defenseman Rasmus Sandin missed practice this morning, won't play tonight. He's been very good. Toronto should never have traded him. G.J. Oshie's in a bad spot. I knew when that injury happened that it was going to be an issue. He's going back to Minnesota to undergo treatment. Uh, Charlie Lindgren is getting closer. He's eligible to come off the injured reserve. He is a guy I wrote about in my article today at The Athletic. I think he might be a guy that would be worth kicking the tires on. One of my favorite minor league players, and he's been one of my favorites. for Before he was drafted, I, I had targeted him. And I talked to somebody who was really good with the maths. And they said, this guy's going to, you know, he's a guy you could get outside the first round who might end up being a player. His name is Justin Kirkland. And I watch a lot of AHL uh, because I'm a, I'm a nerd. I watch a lot of AHL hockey. And Justin Kirkland is a really smart player. He played seven games last year with the uh, Anaheim Ducks. And this year he's with Arizona. He's been recalled on an emergency basis. I hope he plays. He's been, he's been really good. Has Jesper Wallstead played yet? Could we do a Jesper Wallstead? You know how they do, the. Uh, there's always a Twitter thing. Has Jesper Wallstead played in the NHL yet? And then every day you go there and it's no. I wish we could do that. Because as as we know, he's already in the Hall of Fame, based on the hype. And he hasn't played in the NHL yet, which I find, I, he's going to be a really good goaltender. I don't want to put him down or make, him, make it seem like I don't believe in you know, him being good. But by the same token... Let's wait until he actually plays in the league and see how he does. If we could, it would be nice. What do you think of the All-Stars? Any any thoughts on the All Stars? I hate the All Star format in the NHL. I hate
1: that one team has to have a player in in the initial sixteen. Like I think it's so ridiculous that you have guys like J T. Miller and Elias Pettersson and William Nylander and Artemi Panarin all missing spots, so guys like Tom Wilson and Boone Jenner and Oliver Bjorkstrand can get in. Like I I think it should be the best players. I don't think there should be. I don't think there's any reason for there to be team representation. Like when you look at a guy like Thomas Hurdle, why do the San Jose Sharks need? all-star representation frank vitrano why do the anaheim ducks need all-star representation nothing about those franchises this year screams all-star so i hate it i don't like it i think it should be the best players and that's it if if you if you're putting in if you're putting eight guys from one team on the roster i think that's what it should be it should be the best players
0: in the the nhl represented in the all-star game here's why you're wrong
1: You you disagree
0: yeah because it's not for you it's for the party goers who are the sponsors to go and say to their families, I got to go, this is a thing, I got to go, and then they go have fun. It's that, and then it's for kids.
1: Yep, yeah, So, it.
0: like, it, when I was a kid, I was a Boston Bruins fan and an Oakland Seals fan. And one year, Gary Jarrett, Ted Hampson, and Bill Hickey all made it to the All-Star game for the Oakland Seals. And you know what? That's the only time all year I saw them play. So it is important. And I know that it's a different world now, And I get it, and I know Gregor will be on the radio later on today saying, this is ridiculous. Why do I have to watch Boone Jenner? And he's right. I should be his producer. We agree. Except (laughs) that it's not for you. It's not for you, Declan. So you don't think there's any,
1: like, when you look back on the resumes of player, it is going to say Frank Vetrano, NHL Mm All-Star. You don't have a problem with that? No, 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 none whatsoever. Okay. All right, fair enough. Like, fair no, enough. No. We just we just disagree on this
0: one, but well, that's okay. It's, it's,
1: it's yeah, it's interesting to hear you say that because I get because where you're I'm coming so wrong, from.
0: and you're mad at me because no, I'm wrong. No, I, I get where if you're. If you say from. sorry, I'm coming over there. No, I won't say that's sorry. what people say now when you disagree? They go sorry. No, I'm not saying sorry. I, I hate that. I tell you, I will come over there.
1: I'm standing ten toes on this one, but I, I like what you said. I get where you're coming from, but for me, it needs to be the best
0: players. It's not a consolation prize. It's for the twelve-year-olds and the eleven-year-olds and the ten-year-olds. I'm twelve-year-old at heart. Well, okay then then, you know, not really. Like I, I know there's not a format that's gonna work for everybody. But if you're Columbus and Boone Jenner is if you're a fan of Columbus and Boone Jenner's there, then then he's your guy. Greg Polis won two cars as a Pittsburgh Penguin. And I was so happy for him. He's I think he's from around here. I think he's from Westlock. I didn't know where he was from at the time. But I knew he'd played in the dub. And I was happy for him. I was I was really happy for Greg Polis. And it was part of my fandom. That's what, it's for the kids and it's for the sponsors. And it's for Gary. Is Gary talking to Ron McClain? That's always great television. <sighs> Ron McClain... I worked with Ron McClain. I worked for Ron McClain. And Ron McClain is a very smart man. But Ron McClain... When he's going to ask a question... He backs out of the driveway... He drives 70 miles that way. He turns, makes a reference point, drives 64 miles the other way, turns again, makes a reference point, comes back. It's 11 and a half hours after the question started. He's already answered it three times, and then he hands it off to Gary. It's it it, it, it's ponderous, and it happens every year, although I don't know if they're doing it this year. I hear you, Low Tide. I lived through those huge grocery hauls that always disappointed us kids from Shovelhead. It was... It was You know, maple walnut should not even be classified as ice cream. It should be in the disappointment aisle. Maple walnut? Who has that? There's Neapolitan over there dancing a jig all sexy like, and I got to (sighs) have maple walnut. Have you ever had maple walnut ice cream? Oh, yeah. Of course. I love maple walnut ice cream. Oh, I, I hate you. I can't take you anymore. You're disagreeing with everything today. No. I, maple <laughs> just, walnut.
1: Ask me if I like the ice cream. I like the ice cream. I don't love a maple walnut donut, though, but I do like maple walnut ice cream.
0: I love the walnut crunch. They still make those? But they brought them back oh, wow. because I bitched and moaned long, long They also brought back the whistle dog. But I, I, I've had it twice now, and I haven't gotten the caramelized onions. Did they forget them?
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I was never a big hot dog at A&W guy. That one didn't seem to uh, click with me all that much. Getting a burger when I go to a
0: Maple walnut ice cream is elite. Okay, Ira. That was my dad's name. My mom would say, she'd say, I don't think the kids are going to like that we bought maple walnut, Ira. Don't care. <sighs> and it would last forever because the kids didn't want it. I think that's why he did it. If we'd gone in there horking away, he probably would have. Walnut Crunch is gone again. What the hell? I can't keep bringing these things back if you don't buy them. The Cuban lunch is still there. I brought that back. I brought back the, the, the Walnut Crunch. I did not bring back the Whistledog. That was Dustin Nielsen who did that. Well, and Lieutenant Eric. I used to work at Baskin-Robbins in university. Maple, walnut, and pralines and Pralines and cream are old lady flavor. What does that mean?
1: I love pralines and cream what,
0: as well. What, what does old lady flavors mean? What does that mean? I, well, listen,
1: he's obviously coming from a point of experience, but I do, like, my mentality is that I agree with that. When I think of an older lady or an older gentleman, I think they uh, like ma- maple, walnut, French vanilla,
0: and pralines and cream. We are very dangerous ground here uh, with the old lady references. You know, I bet I bet a lot of women who are mature love chocolate ice cream. And vanilla is the rock and roll of ice cream.
1: Sure, but if you, like, if you if you did a... On a percentage base, I think those ones would come out on top more often than not.
0: You know what a great ice cream cone is? Like, you could go buy it right now. You go to Dairy Queen, and you'd say, I'd like a large cone. They have strange... They don't have the extra large, which they said. Have a large cone dipped. Giddy up. And you know if you ask them if they can put a little bit of ice cream in a little dish for your dog, they'll do that too? Maybe that's what I'll do tonight. I'll take the dog to Dairy Queen. This is pathetic. I mean... I'm upset that a online AHL game will not be broadcast because it, of a pipeline break, and and my replacement, my replacement idea is taking the dog to Dairy Queen for ice cream. Where have I gone, Declan? What's what's wrong? You know you. what?
1: Let's just forget all this. Let's get back to rumors. We can talk about it in the morning.
0: Okay, that's fine. I don't have any more rumors. I I, I would like to talk about the Jays. Maybe I'll talk to your M check about it because I. What was, did they have a backup to the backup plan? Because they were going to get a lefty bat. So they, I thought Soto was going there. That's the rumor I heard. He went to the Yankees. And then Otani, um, where did Otani go again? Dodgers. Yeah. You know, and the Dodgers need that because they don't, you know, it's a small market. They don't have a lot of money and they rarely try to make it to the World Series.
1: Yeah, they're pretty starved out there in LA. It's nice to see them win one for once in the free agent market.
0: Who owns the Angels? That guy, I know Gene Autry's dead, but the guy who owns the Angels must be getting up every morning and kicking himself in the ass for letting Otani go to the Dodgers. That's a bad look. It really is a bad look. It's embarrassing that you and I both didn't remember Stu Sutcliffe, though. I will say that. Rum and raisin is also old people food. Yeah, I... I, You know, raisins are good in raisin bran, raisin muffins, um, and already I'm running out. They're not good in raisin bread. Don't tell me. I told a friend of mine the other day that I didn't like raisin bread, and she said, you haven't had the right raisin bread. This is what I'm dealing with. You know, send me your loaves of good raisin bread. And I admit that raisin bread has a tendency to be dry, but I thought it was because of the raisins. Maybe it's the, the best before date, and I'm not reading it. Players should only be called All-Star if they're named to the first All-Star or second All-Star team at the end of the year on paper. The All-Star game is no longer the best players, so being an All-Star has no value anymore from Jose. Look, I'm going to give you your history here. It's never been, it's never, ever, ever been about the best players. Back in the old days, the Stanley Cup champion would play a group of All-Stars from the five other teams in the original six. Then they morphed that into... Uh, I think it was East versus West, and you're sure as hell not getting the best players in the league when that happens. It's never been best on best, not ever, not one time. You show me a year, you show me, in fact, show me more than one year, because maybe one fluked out one time. It's never been about best on best, not ever. The All-Star Game is about celebrating the game with the sponsors and the kids. Wherever the town is that they're playing in, which I could look up, but I'm not going to, The kids are going to get their autographs from their favorite players, and they'll all be happy. And that's the way it is. I'm fine with it. You have to get to the creamery in Utah. have a double scoop of huckleberry. They're open at 9, and you can have it for breakfast. I would have ice cream for breakfast. My grandpa used to have apple pie for breakfast. I always thought that was the coolest thing. I always thought when I get older, I'm going to have apple pie for breakfast. And then I got married, and I told—I was told I couldn't have, couldn't have apple pie for breakfast. Oh well, you know you dream, right? Are—are are you ready for declinations? I am ready. Do, do what what do you what's the subject today?
1: Well, it's funny that we actually talked about the all star because the all star selections because the all star selections were what kind of uh kick started this one. I was thinking about uh, how it was controversial. Some of the guys were left off, some of the names I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Then it got me thinking about the the most controversial moments or plays in sports history. Oh. and so I went with that. I went with the top five most controversial moments in sports history that I could think of. And honestly, like, I feel like I left one off. So if I do, please let me know. If I forgot something glaring, uh, let me know. But I think I got a good five, and I'm happy about it. Looking forward
0: to That's next. Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. Great song. Lowdown is driven by Wolf GMC Buick. Hurry in for GMC's Joy to the Ride event. No payments for 90 days on every new in-stock 2023 GMC and Buick. Ask for details. 1-1 tie. Sweden and the United States. Last I saw. Middle of the second period. So... We'll keep you updated on that. I love Finland. I love all the Finnish people I've ever met. Yari Curry, Matti Hagman, Risto Siltinen. I mean, you say Barkanen, Jesper I don't think there's a Finn who's played for the Oilers that I disliked. I like them all. The Oilers have never been in a final uh, with a team that didn't have a Finnish player on it. Just saying. But they they got they got they gave up five goals in the third and lost eight five to Czech today for the bronze medal. It's a hurdy moment for our Finnish friends, and I'm right there with them. However, life goes on, and we are now in tune with Declan and declinations with Mr. Kruger. And once again, your, your subject matter is a difficult one. I don't know if you're going to be able to surround it in five, but tell us again what you're, what you're tracking down today.
1: I'm doing the top five most controversial moments or plays in sports history. Okay, shoot. Number five. Brett Hull in the crease. Yes. Series clinching goal. It was a triple OT of game six during the ninety nine cup finals. Most people know it. Uh, you can't really blame Buffalo for how mad they got about that. They, it was he was in the crease. Yeah, he was yeah. in the crease, and I think the verbiage of like the rules was he was in the crease, but then he removed it and there was enough time that passed that he was able to shoot Lies. the puck. Lindy Ruff, obviously, at the you know, at the press at the it wasn't a press conference, but back in the city was Final words, no goal. Dom Hasek, I remember reading that he thought back in the locker room that they were going to go out and replay it after they saw a video review of it. He was all undressed and everything, uh, things like that. But, yeah, that one, did they steal a cup from Buffalo? We may never know. Damn but straight they okay. did. If they'd won well, game
0: six, they'd win game seven.
1: Well, we got our answer then. But, yes, yeah. Brett Hull in the crease. Lin- As Lindy Ruff said, no goal, number
0: five. Well, I, I will say this, that Mike Modano won uh, a Stanley, and he deserved one. He'd earned one by then. Um, but... Buffalo got screwed.
1: Number four, the immaculate reception from 1972. The Steelers-Raiders game. The Steelers were trailing the Raiders 7-6 late in the game. What happened? I'm I'm sure most people have have seen the play in some iteration, even though video evidence is sparse, which lends to the controversy. Terry Bradshaw threw it to uh, John Fuqua. And then Jack Tatum, who's the guy covering him, they kind of collided. The ball sailed back. Franco Harris was able to grab it. Uh, But some of the controversies surrounding that are if it hit Fuqua or Tatum first, if it did touch Fuqua and never hit Tatum, then Franco Harris wouldn't have been eligible. Did it hit the ground? The camera angles weren't very good. We didn't see it. Uh, Obviously, the play played out as it did. Franco Harris goes down as a legend. And we may never know what really happened on that play.
0: Number four. Well, it 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 was a catch.
1: Okay. You are pretty opinionated about
0: these I ones I saw so far. the play. It was okay. a catch.
1: You, okay. Uh, video uh, video angles were sparse, uh, but we Look, really
0: know. It, it was a catch. Okay. All right. I you mean, seem pretty sure, so I'll well, give it to you. It, it, even if it hit the ground or whatever. They didn't like the, if they if if, you, if the available evidence isn't like if you don't have a a camera that can catch that, then right. it's a catch.
1: So you're you're turning it back to you know Needs to be undisputable video evidence to overturn. No, I,
0: like the world used to be able to exist without 16 <laughs> different angles. And, you know, people, they're all a mess. It's a catch. All right. Number three The Phantom
1: Punch between Muhammad Ali and Sonny Liston. Their rematch from 1965 basically what happened, so everyone's seen this photo. This is the photo of Muhammad Ali standing over Sonny Liston where he's screaming, get up and fight, sucker. His his fist is kind of cocked across his body a little bit. So Liston threw a jab. Muhammad Ali threw a counter overhand right that no one really saw land appeared to knock Liston down. He was counted out by Jersey Joe Walcott. There was actually, there was a bit of a mishap with the count. Liston did get up, and then the ringside official told Jersey Joe Walcott, who was the referee for that fight, he said, no, no, I counted it out, the fight's over. Then Jersey Joe Walcott went, broke them up, stopped the fight, waved it off because Liston didn't make the count. I think he was down for like 17 seconds or something like that. But the controversy surrounding that is that Liston was in bed with the mob. He had mob ties. They thought it was he was fixing the fight. He went down. No one really saw the the punch land. Pictures didn't really capture it. You have a couple of people who sat ringside saying they did see it land. No one really knows for sure. And listen, he did have the mob troubles. That's not a controversy. That's not a conspiracy. And because of that, that one comes in at number three.
0: The uh, uh, Jersey Joe Walcott was a great boxer as
1: well. He was, yeah. He was yeah. a former heavyweight champ himself. Not enough people know about Jersey Joe Walcott, but he was a legend in his own right.
0: Number what, what are we up to now?
1: Number two. Oh, boy. Number two, the hand of God goal by Diego Maradona. 1986 quarterfinal match against England. Uh, it was S- Steve Hodge, one of England's midfielder. He kicked the ball into his team's area. Maradona rose up, punched the ball with his fist, got it past the uh, English keeper. Obviously, the referee didn't see it. The linesman didn't see it. If you ever watch video highlights of it, the English defenders, the English team, was going crazy. And then after the game, Maradona said, it was a little bit of the head of Maradona and a little bit of the hand of God. I don't think there's any doubt that Maradona punched that ball in. If you watch
0: the video, it seems it was pretty clear.
1: Yeah, it Seems pretty clear he did, but Argentina went on to win the match. They went on to win the eighty six World Cup. That's my number two.
0: Yeah, I that that to me is is, I mean it was unfortunate. It's a little bit like the the Franco Harris play uh, video was not alive at the time to be able to yes deal with it. But no VAR. Yeah, but but it was absolutely an illegal play.
1: And number one, the nineteen seventy two Olympic finals between the USA and the Soviets in basketball. This one's a little long-winded. I don't know if too many people know about it, but stick with me. So basically, uh, the score was 50-49 to 49 for the USA with three seconds left. Doug Collins had hit two free throws. The Soviet coach said uh, we should have called a timeout. The, so the clock expired as he hit his second free throw, which didn't make sense anyway. The Soviets said there should have been time put back on the clock. They got the time put back on the clock, made an illegal substitution. Uh, The player who was substituted in was a guy by the name of Ivan Adeshko. He inbounded the ball to a guy who then tried to get it up the floor. The clock ran out. Everyone thought the USA won the game, but the FIBA uh, secretary general then ran it back again and said, no, no, we're going to play this one more time. So for those keeping track at home, this was three times. Now the play had been restarted. They did finally get the inbound full court on a a huge pass. Soviets scored as the time ran out, ended up winning the game 51-50. And to this day, the members of the American team never collected their silver medals. That's my number one.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's a that's great, a, I'm sure. It there, is a great story, and I did not know that story, I'll be yeah. honest. No.
1: That's Yeah, that's, I mean, I'm sure there are documentaries, even just YouTube video documentaries out there about it, but go check it out because it is worth it. And it was maybe the most clear case of collusion I've ever seen in sports. Like, it's It's, it, it's ridiculous. Just, it, just go it, watch
0: it. Is it worse than the referee in the Canada-USA uh, women's hockey game at the Olympics who called 700 penalties against Canada and she was from America?
1: That one would be up there. That one will be up there. This one was so bad because three times the play was restarted with no justification, no
0: explanation. Well, when some guy from from is coming down from the stands, <laughs> to, yeah, to say, "Hey, we got to make this play," uh, that to me is a little bit um, suspicious. Put yeah. it that way. Right. So we'll call it even. We'll By say, the way,
1: we'll uh, say one to one.
0: I'm seeing that Robbie Ray was traded just now. Is this? Is this? Am I right on this, or is this? Not Let not me look into was, it. Not that he was, you know hammering the ball uh, uh, getting outs last year, but um, that would be interesting. It, it looks like it, yeah. He yeah. is
1: headed to the Giants for Mitch, Mitch Hanager and Anthony Disclefini.
0: Okay, well, I mean, but he was hurt last year, right? Yes. Like, so this would be, like, not not peak. Oh, the Americans are ahead 2-1. Oh. All right. Yeah, but
1: anytime you're trading for a former Cy Young winner, you got to think well, you got something there.
0: I remember watching uh, Teddy Higuera in uh, um, Cactus League action in 90. I don't remember the year. And, like, he was throwing slop up there, and I was still excited to see him because he had been such a legend. And, I mean, he had nothing left, but it didn't matter. Ken Griffey hit a ball to the moon and back that day, and it landed in the parking lot off Teddy Aguera. But he was still a legend. Luis Tiant pitched at uh, John Ducey Park here. Did you know that? No? No. Do you sorry. know who Luis Tiant was? No,
1: Sorry, I was reading the text on the text line about uh, my declinations. You know, I'm still in the mindset where uh, I'm the main character, so I apologize for that. People
0: are still mad about Maradona, but I think we all agree that it was illegal and it did count.
1: Overall, how do you think I did with the list? Because you're obviously so much more of a historian oh, no, than I, I like, am. I like to I think resort you did,
0: to you. I think you did very well. I think okay, the so. list then was was great, Paul. I remember it, but I I didn't know a lot of the detail behind it, and you really added a lot to it. Um, and um, the the last one, the the U.S. Russia, uh, I did not know at all, so I. I'm appreciative of your knowledge in bringing good information to the okay, show. Okay, good. You know?
1: Listen, anytime I can appease you and get your validation, it's no. a great day. So I thank you for that.
0: Yeah. I The, the one Oiler one that is still, I still – it makes me mad for two reasons. It makes me mad because the referee blew it. And then it makes me mad because the, the Oilers scored – I think Pronger scored with, like, whatever time left. And I think it was Mitch Magoo said, no, it's not a goal. And then the, uh, the, Nal Yakupov scored – like with even less time and he went down the ice and he was happy and the crowd, the whole, because it had been so upsetting. The orders had gotten screwed over so many times in that game that, that, and I might be re- misremembering because I don't think Pronger was, <laughs> was on the team, but the orders had gotten screwed in that game so badly. And, He's Mikubov sliding down the ice and it's a great moment for fans and it's a great moment for everybody. And after the game, Eric Belanger who was a center on the order said, yeah, I'll talk to him. You can't do that. Come on. You know, he's a, he's a young guy. It's his first year in the league. And, and that's the, that's the reaction. God, I hated that. I just hated it. I, I you know, that era of Oilers was like two different ships. There was the kids and there was the veterans. And the kids would go out and work their asses off and the veterans would say, "Yeah, I'll talk to him after the game." God, I hated that. I am still mad about that. That is wrong. Where else would you would you throw a teammate under the bus after he saved your ass in the game? Oh, man, that still makes me mad. Okay. Our number two is going to be smoking. We've got Steve Lansky on the way. Todd your on the way. And then more of me on the way. Holy mackerel. Can you contain yourself? This is the Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. Time for an update. This is a Sports 1440 update.
1: And for your sports 1440 update brought to you by Tommy Guns. The unique lounges and casual setting makes it easy for anyone to rock a new look and get the best hot towel shave experience in Canada. Book now at TommyGuns.com. World Junior Hockey Championship action. It was Czechia taking home the bronze earlier today following five third period goals that propelled them to an 8 5 win over Finland. The gold medal match between Sweden and USA currently sits at 3-1 for the U.S. with 5.40 to go in the second period. Light night in the NHL, just three games on the schedule. Connor Bedard and the Blackhawks in New Jersey. The Canes in Washington and the Jets in Anaheim to take on the Ducks. Fourteen games in the NBA tonight, including the Knicks in Philly at 5.30, the Lakers and Grizzlies in action at 8, the same time as the Toronto Raptors, who will be on the road against the Sacramento Kings. Olympic runner Oscar Pistorius has been cleared from prison on parole early this morning and was believed to be at his uncle's mansion after authorities secretly moved him to avoid the glare of news crews waiting outside the jail. Pistorius served nine years of his murder sentence of 13 years and five months. Six games in the AJHL tonight, including the Spruce Grove Saints at home against the Fort Fort Mac Oil Barons. Puck drop for that one at seven. Six games in the WHL tonight, including the Edmonton Oil Kings in action against Kelowna. Puck drop for that one at 8.05 Mountain Standard Time. U of A Golden Bears and Pandas hockey back in action this weekend. The Bears have a home-and-home against Trinity Western down at the Drake tonight and tomorrow at 7, while the Pandas in Langley also against the Spartans tonight at 8 and tomorrow at 2. And finally, for Golden Bear and Pandas basketball, the Pandas facing a Q in tonight at 6 and tomorrow at 5. Well, the Bears will see the Griffins tonight at 8 and tomorrow at 7, all four games at the Seville Center. I'm Declan Kruger, this has been a Sports 1440 update.